know what that sound means. It's another exciting installment of the Van Brawl Seasons Podcast, where we talk local sports, both the Atlanta Pro franchises, like the Braves, Hawks, Falcons, and we also talk the University of Georgia Bulldogs. So strap in, guys. It's another exciting episode about to start right now. What up, podcast land? This is your host, Jeremy Joe, with the Van Brawl Seasons Podcast. And at long last, RG3 and I are finally back. RG3, how's it going, bud? It's good, it's good. It's good to be back. I know, I know. I, re- I really miss doing this. Before we get started uh, into the, into uh, this exciting episode, I just want to thank our listeners for you know, sticking with us You know, through, through this time off. Uh, for me, finishing school, um, for RG3 going on vacation. But we just want to thank you guys, our fan for all seasons fans. Um, for the support um, and helping me like get through school and being a and becoming an alum of UGA and like RG three for him uh, on a successful vacation <laughs> where he didn't get sunburned. So good job, buddy. Yeah, thank you, thank you. We we've been pretty busy and I mean it's not just with you in school, but um, you know I think I was sick at one point and couldn't do anything. And, right. Um, and then when I got better, you got sick or something. And yeah. Just kept going back and forth, and then, you know, I went out of town for work, and then um, then went on vacation, and just one thing after the next, And but it, we're here today. Yeah, we're here today, and that's all that matters. So let's uh, chop things up here. I think that's going to be a big theme, since we're talking Braves baseball in this episode. Mm-hmm. And so, to kind of set the scene here, um, the Braves, as they conclude the first half of the season... Um, uh, was game one against uh, the Toronto Blue Jays on the 10th of July. Um, and it was started by Julio Tehran, um, who pitched okay. And he gave the Braves about six innings and had five strikeouts. He also had three walks. And he gave up a home run uh, to Blue Jays first baseman Justin Smoke. Um, but the real star of the night was Blue Jay pitcher Marcus Stroman, who started for the Toronto Blue Jays. He pitched seven innings. He gave up one run and struck out five Braves. Showman had a similar performance um, like this against the Braves last season. Um, uh, and despite Marcus's uh, record of two and six with a 590 ERA, he destroyed the Braves. And Marcus Stroman is from uh, Braves country. He went to college at Duke where he was a second baseman and a pitcher. So he's a talented guy. And so we're going to debut a new bit here on the Ben Brawl Seasons podcast, and we're calling it Takeaways. And these are like the most important like little nuggets of like each game that we break down, whether it's a Braves game, a Hawks game, a Georgia game, a Falcons game. So, yeah, so we're going to do our first takeaway here. So my takeaway from this game, RG3, is the Braves had three errors, and it was just a bad night at the office, and a tip of the hat goes to Marcus Stroman of the Toronto Blue Jays. As we go into game two, uh, the Braves got back on a winning track here uh, with some timely hitting from Ozzie Albies and really strong start for the Braves. Uh, All-star Mike Fulte, who pitched six innings, had six strikeouts, and also gave up five runs. Fulte gave up a grand slam, and that was the multitude of the damage. The grand slam was hit by Devin Travis, who pitch hit for pinch hit for Toronto in the seventh inning. Uh, The game for Toronto was started 
by Sam Gaviglio. He pitched one and two-thirds innings, but he gave up six runs to the Braves' offense. The offense for Atlanta, a series of hits got the party started for the Braves. Um, but the highlight of the night would be for the all-star second baseman, uh, Ozzie Albies, who became the first Brave to hit 20 home runs before the all-star game. Um, which uh, I think Andrew Jones was the last person uh, to hold that record. And the year he did that was 2006. And the other uh, <laughs> fun fact, RG3, is Ozzy and uh, Andrew were both from the same island of Curacao. That's right, yeah. And so when Ozzy got his All-Star jersey presented to him, Andrew was out there um, to present him with his All-Star jersey. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty cool, you know. All i got to say is they must have some good water down there. They, they must, they must. I'm sure there's something down there that <laughs> you and I got to get our hands on. And uh, after watching Andrew all those years, and now, you know, we see what Ozzy always has done, uh, the island of Curacao has a little bit of, or I have a spot in my heart, the island of Curacao, because they just put out ridiculous baseball talent. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Um, but my core nugget here uh, would be that Ozzy Albies is not afraid of the big moment. He's definitely not. He's definitely not. He's He, he embraces the moment. He wants the ball, or he wants the bat in his hands in a big spot. He wants to be able to make a play defensively at second base. He's and he's not scared of the big moment. And he he and Acuna and the rest of the young guys are hopefully going to be um, making more big moments and memories for the Braves for you. So so are you the Braves hosted Arizona um, this past weekend before the All Star break. Um, and uh, uh, the starter for Arizona uh, is this guy named Zach Godley. He pitched six innings, um, had five hits, gave up one run. And uh, Godley himself is uh, from Braves country. He went to college at the University of Tennessee. So I guess that's cool, you know, being from Braves country and you get to you know, pitch at pretty SunTrust Park. Um, the Braves counter with Annabelle Sanchez. And Sanchez... Um, like we talked about on like other episodes, um, when when my dad was filling in for you, um, and, and Sanchez has just been really impressive. Uh, he pitched six innings, he gave up five hits, he gave up a, he gave up one run, and that run was earned to Sanchez. Or he also had six strikeouts, and Sanchez has just been really really impressive to me. You know, since the Braves got him basically off the scrap heap in March, he's just been. You're consistent, and he's been really good with the young guys, and um, he's just been that real veteran presence that the Braves have needed. You know, with all these young kids uh, in the rotation, and I'm really happy and proud that Sanchez has kind of found the fountain of youth um, with the Braves. Um, and so, continuing on here with with Friday's game, uh, Kurt Suzuki got an RBI single, and that was all the Braves' offense could really muster. Um, RG3, my takeaway from this game is Zach Oddly was dealing and the Braves' offense couldn't really get on track. The bullpen uh, continued to show once again their inconsistencies and this doomed the Braves um, and what was a winnable ball game, you know, for Atlanta against a really quality Arizona team. Mm-hmm. And you also had the battle of the first baseman there too um, with Atlanta, Arizona. Because uh, you had Freddie Freeman and Paul Goldsmith. Uh, That's right. 
who were batting, Goldsmith's batting 281 with 21 home runs and 52 RBs. And then you have Freddie Freeman hitting, hitting 315 with 16 home runs and 61 RBIs. 61 RBIs. I mean, that's a lot of RBIs. Mm-hmm. I think that just shows right there that Freddie Freeman's the best first baseman in the National League. And not only that, but he might be one of the best first basemen in baseball. He's that good. I can't argue against that. Nope. And he plays really good defense, too, which is an underrated uh, stat or an underrated uh, value in today's game. All everybody wants to talk about is offense. Freeman's <laughs> a really good defensive first baseman. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then on Saturday... The Braves um, took on the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, for game two of this series. I was actually fortunate enough to see this game live. Um, my seats, if you want to see them, uh, or the view I had, um, they're on our Twitter they're on our Twitter page, uh, at Fan Seasons, and it's also on our uh, Facebook page, too. Just go to Fan Brawl Seasons, and you should be able to see the picture of the seats I had for the game on Saturday. It was really, really cool. Um, just walking around the battery and hanging out and you know, just enjoying it there, man. I, I love going to the battery. And I love going to SunTrust Park. I think it's absolutely beautiful. I mean, I, I really liked my time at Turner Field, but SunTrust Park just blows it out of the water. And you had uh, Sean Newcomb on the mound for the Braves. Um, and Newcomb pitched five innings. He gave up four hits, uh, had three run, or gave up three runs. They were all charged and earned. Uh, to him, and uh, he also gave up a home run to Kate Martel, the Diamondback second baseman. It was a shot in, uh, or it, it was a shot to left field, and uh, the the real the real thing to watch from Saturday's game uh, was the starting pitcher the Diamondbacks uh, countered with RG three, and that was Zach Greinke, who pitched an absolute gem against the Braves, throwing seven and two thirds innings. Um, and he only gave up four hits. He had seven strikeouts. And uh, Grinky, Grinky was in control from the get-go. Um, and that's my big takeaway from this game. Uh, Grinky dominated the Braves' offense. And uh, the, Bra- the Braves just couldn't get anything rolling offensively. And, um, you know, you got to tip your hat again to Zach Grinky. And kind of like we talked about at the beginning of the episode uh, with Marcus Stroman. You know, the, the Braves um, in both these series have seen a couple of really good quality pitchers in Grinky. Uh, Before we get into Sunday's game, uh, game three with Arizona, uh, the Braves were two and eight in the last ten games, so not looking too hot. Yeah, and you and you could definitely say Sunday's game um, was a must win, and the and the Braves needed that. And I would have hated to see the Braves get a two and nine in that stretch, and with the All Star break, and and I know the guys. I know the guys are really, are, we're really looking forward to the break and getting that downtime to chill. But you know, but Sunday was a big game, and mm-hmm. um, as you as you're going to get into, uh, Julio Tehran um, was big on Sunday, and it's just at the Braves. Yeah, he didn't disappoint. Um, he pitched six innings, uh, giving up four hits and six strikeouts, uh, and he didn't give up any runs, which fantastic and. The Diamondbacks countered with lefty Patrick Corbin, who pitched six innings, uh, gave up four runs, all earned, and had three walks. Uh, Corbin is really talented lefty, uh, and I've always admired him, uh, you know, from afar. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corbin's a guy uh, who's very talented. You know, very special left arm. Um, and and I remember uh, when he kind of burst on the scene uh, in twenty in twenty eleven. That was his rookie year, and uh, he I think he was an all star his uh, his rookie year. I was really really impressed watching Corbin, and um, I know he's also battled some injuries too. Um, and another interesting uh, sidebar to the Arizona series is that um, former Brave uh, Randall Delgado, who was a camp-mess prospect under the Frank Wren um, regime. Um, he's battled some injuries, too. He, he pitched one inning, um, and he has an ERA of, like, six. And so I think so I think for this point, Delgado's just trying to hang on and see if he can, you know, try to jumpstart his career with uh, the D-backs. And moving on, to, moving to the Braves' offense, uh, which was led by Dansby Swanson with a huge RBI double, uh, plus RBI singles by Freddie Freeman, Nick Marcakis, and Ozzie Albies, as well as pinch hit home run by recent call up Preston Tucker. Uh, that's Tucker's first home run since April 13th in Chicago against the Cubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tucker, yeah, Tucker's a guy who, who the Braves have you know kind of put on the train. Uh, you know, back and forth from Gwinnett to Atlanta, and he and he's or, and he was big for the Braves in the early parts of the season before Acuna got here. And Tucker showed, you know, that he can face uh, right-handed uh, pitchers and like he can handle them pretty well. You know, being left-handed, and we all know Tucker's got power, um, and so that's nice to see uh, him recently get called back up and you know be able to help out the offense. But, so the takeaways here are the Braves needed the win, uh, the worst way possible. But um, Tehran pitched well, uh, gave him a chance to win, uh, and the offense found itself. Hopefully, they can use the break, uh, the all-star break, to relax and get ready for this challenging second half of the season. No question about it. No question about it. Uh, I was looking at the schedule the other day. Uh, um, just looking at the way we start out, and um, and right after the break, you know, we stay in Washington to play the Nationals, and that's going to be a really tough series. And then they go to Miami um, Monday and Tuesday, play the Marlins, and then they have an off day Wednesday. And then on Thursday through Sunday, the Los Angeles Dodgers come to town. And that's also on the Chipper Jones stuff for the Hall of Fame. Chipper will be in Cooperstown mm-hmm. that weekend being honored, and I know the Braves have some – some special promotional swag. I mean, you and I were looking at doing that. Um, you yeah. know, when the schedule first came out, we were we were curious about that. But uh, but um, I kind of just want to give Chipper a little shout out here. You know, everything that he's done. You know, in his Braves career. Um, um, I'm just really really happy for him, and it just shows the legacy of the Braves franchise. Another legend going uh, to Cooperstown to be immortalized forever. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. shout out Chipper. So going into the All-Star break, um, we'll start off with the Home Run Derby on Monday. Uh, the Braves had rep that was Freddie Freeman. Uh, he's matched up against the hometown hero Bryce Harper, unfortunately. And uh, he beat Freeman uh, in the first 13 home runs to 12. Uh, that was the first time a Brave competed in the Home Run Derby since Andrew Jones in 2005. Yep. Yep, um, I was really happy for Freeman to get to compete in the Home Run Derby. Um, you, know, you know, he represented the Braves well. 
and uh, ESPN had some nice things to say about Buddy Freeman, and and so that so that made me happy. I hated the fact that Freddie lost to Bryce Harper. Um, I mean, and Harper ended up winning the home run derby. So I guess the tip of the hat to Harper um, for doing that. And I know his dad uh, was pitching to him, so that's kind of cool, you know, the whole father-son aspect. <laughs> but uh, so so the All-Star game itself 